ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking and Race. I am your host, Gas Man, with my co-host, I just blew out his eardrums, Lugs. What's up, man? What's up? I just seen you jerk whenever I started my intro there. I got, apologize. Got man. him tuned up and dialed in tonight. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Um, so we always talk about how we love our sponsors uh, and talk about being tuned up and everything. I'm about to be more tuned up because uh, this week we are busting out the Coke Energies. Yeah. So they sponsored Bubba, was it last race or two races ago? Uh, two races Two races ago. ago, yeah. So tonight we're drinking the Zero Sugar Cherry. Yeah, it's Vegas. He actually got a uh, right. top five yeah. out of it. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to bust these babies up. I'm thirsty. I really want to try these. So we have a regular Z- Coke Zero Sugar Energy, and then we have the Coke Zero Sugar Energy Cherries. Yeah. These are zero carb, zero sugar. So. Yeah. And, I like uh, to think they're better for you, but they're probably not. Yeah, I'm sure you get full of, like, formaldehyde or something. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I, I do zero sugar stuff. I drink diet soda, stuff like that. So you won't catch me drinking a regular sugary drink. If you're new to the podcast, this is something we kind of do. Yeah. We try to get our uh, our paws on the, uh, you know, whatever whatever maybe new sponsor or whatever whether it's a beer or it's a energy drink or it's a soda or whatever. Or hell, the, even it's like Tame the Beast that we had on the show where it's a body product. Yeah, we just try to get something on uh, on the on the show and mm-hmm. and demo it for you guys and try to push yeah. it because uh, we're very brand loyal as yeah. most NASCAR fans yeah. are. So and most of, and most of the time we pay for the stuff ourselves. Yeah. So there's occasionally someone will send us something like Tame the Beast send us some stuff, uh, but most of the time we pay for it out of our own pocket, like these Coke Energy. So mm-hmm. I did reach out to Coke. Coke said go pound sand. We're too busy to deal with people like you. <laughs> so that's fine. We just went and bought them ourselves. Yeah. So we, we do that. Uh, and yep. one, one thing I want to throw out there real quick, Lug. Sorry to interrupt you. You're good. Is is fans that are listening? If there's something you want us to try, shoot us a message and let us know. Because there might be stuff that we're not thinking of. And we'll give you an honest feedback. Our whole goal here is to support our, our sponsors of our sport, but we're not going to lie about it either just because they are a sponsor. Yeah. But with that being said, if you want to throw in a couple bucks, you know, we're not going to say no. I mean, we everything on this show comes out of our own pockets. So I would say Lugs and I have invested thousands of dollars, and that's being kind, to support the show with you know giveaways and stuff like that, and so, equipment ain't cheap. Yeah, I don't want to sign. Like I'm begging, but it's election season. If they can do it, <laughs> we can do it, right? That's true, man. Yeah, help a, help a brother out. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't do, I just flat out went out and bought those rowdy energies, but mm-hmm. we never emailed Kyle. Maybe we'll we'll email. Uh, actually, him. I did, and, oh. not, and not heard anything back from them. Oh, okay. Was that yeah. recent? Or yeah, it, it was recent. So I give them after some time. we after we. Yep, after we tried it. Okay. Uh, so just kind of throw off some of the companies that I've emailed to ask from. So Rowdy Energy, Coke, uh, Manscaped is a new NASCAR sponsor. I reached out to them because, hey, you never know, right? They got some body products, kind of like Tame the Beast in a way. Uh, so maybe they'll send something. If not, that's fine. You know, it's worth a shot, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, see, Rowdy, that Manscaped, that uh, Blue Emu. I don't so even know what that is. Blue <laughs> Blue Emu is like arthritis cream. Oh, we might need that. <laughs> yeah, we're getting old now, Lug. So uh, they sponsored Rusty Wallace. Like, 
He's had ads for a long time on the radio and stuff, but now they're actually going to sponsor one of the races coming up soon. It's going to be like the Blue Emu 400 or whatever. Hmm. So it's worth a shot. Maybe they'll send us some some other ointment to try out <laughs> or something, you know. And, uh, you know, I have a knee that's effed up. You know, occasionally it bugs me. I could try it there and whenever my shoulders hurt, something like that. There you go, man. Dude, we're getting Patch old. We Patch are breaking up. down. I see my first gray hair today. Oh, dude, I got a big one right here. <laughs> I see it every day. Yeah, I, I was washing my hands today after I used the bathroom, and it's like, itty bitty one get that right coronavirus there. off. Yeah, exactly. Usually, I lick my hands clean, but this time I decided to <laughs> like use Like a cat? <laughs> I groom, yeah, I sit in the bathroom and just lick myself <laughs> clean. Everybody at work stares at me. I think it's because I'm beautiful. Yeah, that's ex- you're special, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> That's a, joke. Right. That's a joke, people. I actually do wash my hands. <sighs> I may should. not sing happy birthday twice, but I'll do it at least once. Yeah, you should. Hey, speaking of which, man, you got a birthday coming up 30 days from now. Bingo. Oh, go blow yourself. <laughs> Why? Because I know you're going to make some kind of old joke. Well, I'm older dude, I'm not that far behind you. I know. You're three but, weeks behind me. But the truth is, you are older than me. True. What's What are you going to be, the big... Uh, uh, How old am I gonna be? I don't. I'll care to tell people. I'm thirty. I'll be thirty six this year. Oh, we thirty six. North side of. Yeah, we're on the downhill slope to forty, 40. brother. <laughs> yeah. Downhill slope to forty. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so what's what's your thought on the on the zero cherry? Sugar I'll be honest. Energy? I've never been a big cherry fan. I just oh, the, I love Coke Zero Cherry. The uh, just the cherry. Just that fl- cherry flavor in general has never been my, my favorite, but it's good. Oh, it's good. It's cherry is my favorite. Um, so compared to, it reminds me a lot of a cherry Coke. Ooh, much, I think it tastes more like Coke than Coke Zero does. How much inner, or yeah, caffeine does this have? I don't know. Let's see if it says. Do, 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 do. I'm loving it. I don't see it. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, uh, 114. Oh, there it is. Yeah, 114. So that's not bad because a monster is no. what, 150? 125 maybe. It's it's just north of this. Uh, bangs, which we've drank bangs a couple times. I feel like Jonah and I, Hill. Over like 300. Yeah, right. Or, uh, will Jonah make the party? Will Lugs be there partying with him? Oh, Lugs make the race at Talladega. <laughs> uh, today, some coworkers and I went to lunch and. Um, Where'd you go? Mission Barbecue. So I'm guessing that we're not eating that after the show. Today, <laughs> no, right? we're okay. not. Okay. Unless you're paying. Um, <laughs> no, no, not tonight. Uh, but we were talking to. There during lunch, and on the thing, uh, Sweet Home Alabama came on. So I told the guys, I was like, "Man, what do you guys think? Is it what's the over under on uh, how many times I'm going to hear this song when I go to Talladega?" <laughs> and most they probably them, looked at you and go, "What's Talladega?" Most of them said, "No, they know." <laughs> okay. Uh, most of them said uh, over fifty. So we'll have to keep that in I, mind when we go man, down there. Man, it's, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> And then you have the old school redemption or the uh, Kid Rock version. There's going to be so many different variables or variations yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, But look forward to it. That's almost a little over a month away. Yeah. Yep. I'll be definitely looking forward to it because uh, work will be a pain in the ass at that time. So I would be enjoying my vacation. Nice. Thankfully, I got my vacation approved in advance. Sweet. Work's getting preheated up, so... Kind of sucks, but whatever. That's part of the game, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk some racing. No, let's talk about my trip to Florida. We'll, we'll push that to the end. Why? People might want to actually hear about that. Okay. Dude. Let's go talk about some racing. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm waiting. Uh, well, you, you're the one that brought it up. All right. Well, did you even get to see the race? Yeah, I, mean, I watched you, the race. Actually, I got okay. home in time on Sunday to watch the race. I did not see the Xfinity race. Gotcha. Uh, I was too busy. Or the truck race then. Clowning. Well, there wasn't a exactly. truck race. Just testing you. Just uh, testing I was you. clowning around at Universal uh, on Saturday, so I w- was not able to partake in the Xfinity Yeah, I do, I do want to hear about that, so we'll make sure you don't forget at the end. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, what did you think, California? Uh, I, 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 I didn't think it was too bad. I thought I, it was think, pretty good for as little yeah, uh, cautions as they had. True. I thought Vegas was a little bit better, um, but it wasn't bad. I, I, I did Vegas enjoy was it. better. Vegas was better. But considering the minimal amount of cautions that they had, yeah. Um, yeah. the passing, you know, the three wide racing. Yeah. Bowman definitely stretched his legs out at the end there and had like basically a 10 second lead to the to the win. Um but there yeah, was drama. Kind of we had people with tire issues. We which, thought maybe Bowman was going to have tire issues. Yeah. So, I mean, I I thought it kept me on the edge of my seat. You know, uh, a lot of competitive people. Which, yeah. by, while I'm thinking of it, who had the better uh, Kobe tribute scheme, Byron or Blaney? Oh, I, I like them both, but Blaney, hands down. I, I, lo- I, I loved that paint scheme. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. liked it, too. So much that I almost bought the die <laughs> And I still might, but yeah. I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Yeah, if I had somewhere to pit die cast, I was looking at it and go, man, that may be one I would buy. Because I don't <laughs> really buy, buy die cast. I don't. So You don't have anywhere to put it. Well, I I don't have like a display. Like a, mm-hmm. I have like I've got like twenty die casts I don't even have displayed anywhere. I need to come up with something. Ooh, what are they? I don't basically old school Earnhardt stuff. Mm, where are they at? In my garage. In a tote. Like a <laughs> sterilite tote. Not mm. even freaking. Room, I don't have them out anywhere because I don't have. Yeah, I literally don't have anywhere to put them. Mm. So my you got I a house, house, bro. Yeah, but I'm turning. Well, the goal, the goal is to uh, eventually turn that into a nursery. Oh, so th- that I mean that's the goal. So right now we're actually working on decreasing things in the office. So <clears throat> like my gun safe, for example, we're gonna like try to move that to a different room. And that takes up like half the room now. <laughs> so we're, we're yeah. Not, what room you got? Yeah, I don't three know. Bedrooms. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know because we're not putting it in Abby's bedroom. Obviously, the garage. I won't put it in the garage because I don't want to take a chance of yeah. humidity being too much and rusting. I'll probably end up putting it in my bedroom and making my bedroom look tiny. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, you can find stuff. Even if you took it to work, put it on your work desk. Yeah. Mm, I mean, maybe. Nobody at work has stuff displayed on their desk. That'd oh, be sounds weird. Like, sounds like you work with some losers. I do. We're a bunch of engineering nerds. Don't you guys normally have shit like that? Like like nerd stuff hanging out? The only person I know that has anything on their desk, they have those freaking Funko Pop Pops. things. Yeah. yeah, they have like three of those on their desk. It's mm. the only person I know that has anything on their desk. That's that's kind of funny. So, I find that odd. Well, unless it's here's, a, unless it's a policy. So here's here's it's not a policy, but our company is switching to a open desk environment. So what they're switching to is that there's no assigned desk. <laughs> so literally, I mean, there's computers and like monitors everywhere, and it's just for you because everybody's got laptops, and all of our phones are our laptop. Mm-hmm. We don't have an individual phone. That's all part of our laptop. Mm-hmm. So wherever we go. That's our desk. So there's just everything's remote. Gotcha. So you can park anywhere in this huge building, and that's your desk for the day if you want it to be. Hmm. So they're reducing the, like, the, actually, the area I sit, there's like six desks, and those are assigned, but I don't think it's going to last much longer because everywhere else is open. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. Hmm. 
just it doesn't you know push you down. The only thing that sucks is that you lose like drawers. <laughs> Cause like right now oh, I have yeah. drawers full of yeah, like true. different documents and stuff. I won't. Yeah, or if you have like that, medicine or like ibuprofen or something. Well, see, we're not allowed to have medicines. We're a pharmaceutical, oh, shit, so we right. can't have medicines because there's a chance it could get like there's always that risk, yeah. right? So we're not allowed to have food, medicine, or anything like that on my desk. Damn. Yeah. So there's only certain areas you can have food, drinks, stuff like that. Gotcha. That sounds crazy, bro. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm sure you could find some place to put it. I'm just saying. Maybe the garage. Like, maybe Spend I'll buy money. a... Support oh, yeah. Blaney. Support Kobe and the yeah. other people that died in that crash. Because like, the proceeds go to it. But anyways. Yeah. Um, anyways, going back to California. We're getting off on tangents here. Not us. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good race, man. Uh, thoughts on Bowman winning, man. I mean, he I, had a I was happy a for him. I mean, he was extremely dominant. And one thing I've seen this year is that, so you have Bowman first, Blaney second. Blaney didn't finish second. Be my well say he was second. Uh, both of those guys are having a really good start to the year. So basically, Bo- uh, Blaney could have won the first three races. Yeah, exactly. If he didn't have terrible luck. Exactly. Uh, we could talk about, could be talking about the first, you know, three-time winner to open a season. I don't think that's ever happened before. Um, so that that would be crazy. But, you know, obviously he has the speed to be in that yep. position and I don't see that going anywhere. And I think we talked about before the season started the whole Penske swap, who do we say was going to be the the one with the advantage? I said Blaney. Yeah, I think I was leaning I said Blaney and maybe maybe Keselowski with Gordon uh but overall I thought it was yeah, you, Blaney as well. You did say Keselowski, but Yeah. I mean regardless, you know we didn't see who we didn't see on Sunday. I didn't hear his name once. Logano. That's did good. you? No, I mean that's a good point. I don't remember. I don't think he did a bad that day either. Yeah, I, think just, he, I don't think he really ever got up there much to challenge. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just blocking him out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a thing about I about Logano. So I don't know why it is though. I can't, and I try to stay non-biased. It it came out of me on last week's episode. I try to stay non-biased, but there's just something We, about we all have faults. You just have to have more I, than I am others. almost to the point where I would rather root for Kyle Busch. And I don't really have a problem with Kyle wow. Busch, but wow. I know <clears throat> just some of the comments he makes is what irritates me, but I I don't know. There's something about Logano. And, and, I can't put my finger on it. But. Yeah, and we talk about that all the time, about how Logano finished 12th, about how, like, Kyle, we want to love Kyle. Yeah, it's just he makes it so damn hard for some of us. Yeah, um, Logano's never. I've always thought Logano was okay. I mean, I never really was like a huge fan, but I wasn't a hater either. Um, I mean, I think he's okay. I think the whole Penske organization is doing pretty good this year. What did you think of the uh, the five wide salute to Jimmy at the beginning in his daughters and wife? It was neat and neat. It was neat. I, I mean, I thought it was I think kind they should of, start the race like that. Well, that okay, that would be really <laughs> neat. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was cool. I mean, it is his, you know last season. His wife and daughters in the in the stand or in the flag stand was pretty cool. The five Y was kind of like, uh, I don't know mean, what the point of that. Neither was, do I. But I mean, I was like, why don't they do four? Because I, I swear one was going to just happen to warm up their tires and take out half the field. That's what I felt like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's probably going to be an announcement later tomorrow or something that they're going to start five wide <laughs> what, next what, year. Yeah, twenty twenty one the twenty twenty one package for NASCAR. They ain't going to yeah. tell them what kind of shit they're going yeah, to throw. And also, out we're going to be doing inverted laps. We're going to run backwards. <laughs> we'll do uh, counterclockwise. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, oh, I, I go back to the race. It was it was a good race. I I didn't like that Alex won by so much. But it was old school NASCAR. You get a car that's kind of d- dialed in, dominant. You don't have NASCAR throwing flags every five minutes for unscrupulous. A lot of trash, things. a lot of debris at the beginning. That was so crazy. there was there was a lot of trash. Actually, since you bring that up, Lugs, we actually had a fan of the show that was at the track, uh, John Elliott. Uh, John, thank you, John, a, for sending pictures. By the way, and, yeah, rat, and supporting our hat. Yep, yeah, he's been a fan of the show pretty much since the beginning. Um, and he was uh, he rep he repped our show with the hat last year at California and this year, so we appreciate that. And he he gave us some feedback, and one of the things he said was the amount of trash. He's like he did, he wasn't for sure if the TV picked it up as well as he could see it, but he said there was trash everywhere. And as a fan, he's kind of disgusted with how much trash there was. Interesting. So I wonder if it was from a groundskeeping standpoint, or fans just I just have you just have. And it's not a NASCAR thing. It's not a California thing. It's a world thing. They're just disgusting. So many people refuse to... I mean, they're just... I don't know if they're entitled little bitches or what. They just literally just show, throw I mean, their I shit on the ground. I feel like some of the... Yeah, I mean, post-race, yeah, you see a lot of beer cans and soda and stuff out like that, out, like tailgating. But like in the stands and stuff like that, I feel like... I don't know. For the most part, most races I've been to, people are somewhat courteous, at least try to throw their trash away. I would away. say majority are, but there's still a large population. These look like wrappers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hot dog wrappers, Tra- whatever yeah. else, yeah. Uh, I mean, anytime there's like a protest in like one of these big cities or whatever, when they leave, there's just trash and garbage everywhere. And I just, that's a human issue that we really need to work on. Oh, yeah. Love that's... thy neighbor. Yeah, we got a long way to go for that. Um, cause I hate my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do bitch about their dogs a lot. God, they're annoying. Hope she listens to this. Um, I'm sure she does. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Let's talk about um the Hamlin Larson issue. The big, oh man, one of maybe so, the, maybe was, the, one of the biggest talking points from the race. Yeah. So that incident, uh, I I thought it was a dickhead move on Hamlin. Because, I mean, he just did not let off of him. Mm-hmm. It was completely mm-hmm. uncalled for, in my opinion, and I could be completely wrong. But it just, once he, he locked bumpers with Larson, he just didn't let up. Yeah. That's the way I took from I mean, it, the thing is with that, I'm sure it happens so fast. Like It, it I, seemed I like it know. lasted forever Yeah, from our perspective, but I'm sure it was fast. I know Hamlin and Larson are pretty good friends. They golf a lot and yeah. stuff. Um, and did you see the video on social media afterwards were yes they I were did. both in the yes, grocery store pushing shopping carts so i kind of chuckled at it but then I kinda, if you haven't seen it hamlin runs into the back of larson in the grocery store yeah and, and the cart. caption was too soon question mark yeah because he you know ran into him in the back of the race so that was literally like just eight hours out. after the race i don't know if it was maybe eight hours yeah. yeah it was like three they hours. couldn't have made it home already well no they're i'm, I'm sure they sh- they're staying there probably on yeah. the west coast yeah and they're probably just going and getting groceries for the week. Can you imagine travel. just seeing Hamlin and Larson in your supermarket running over each other? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, I mean, I, so I kind of chuckled at it. But, man, I sat there and thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. I mean, I feel like Larson is the kid at school kind of getting picked on. 
and he's just a too nice of a guy to say leave me alone. I just I, it's not the case. I'm just saying in my mind that's what I'm picturing here mm-hmm. is because he turned around and looks at Denny like f you. I don't know, him, but he's not gonna say. I never anything. saw anything from Hamlin come out and say hey this is what happened or I'm sorry or no I didn't see anything I, on it. Yeah, uh, and Chip Ganassi wasn't happy about that. No, and do you blame him? He no. just I mean Hamlin literally just cost him thousands of dollars. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, speaking of bad taste, man, there was a a post by NASCAR on oh, Facebook. You told me about this, yeah. Um, it was like a poster or something they were advertising for sale, and it basically, it was bleeped out, but it said like, F the 18, so, F the 11. Truex made a comment over the radio about his teammates. Okay. That that was ba- was that exact wording. So NASCAR basically showed this image where what Truex said was made into a poster or whatever, like you're saying. But that that saying was exactly what Truex said about his teammates during the race. Oh, so they were building off of that? Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I didn't get the context, and I thought it was a real product they were selling. And I'm like, so NASCAR's pushing like... It's still a bad vo- taste, so I see vulgarity. what you're saying. It's yeah. still, still a bad taste. I'll see if I can find it real quick exactly what it said. Yeah, uh, but it was basically, uh, you know, making it okay to say F this person, F that person. Like, we got enough hatred yeah. in, out there that, like, that's just too far to me. It said F the 20 and F the 11. They both can kiss my effing A. <laughs> so you fill in the blanks. But that Truex said that over the radio, so NASCAR took that and, like, ran with it. Ran with it, yeah. So what was he mad about? I guess I totally... I, I, that's the thing. is I seen he said it. I seen it on Radioactive, but I didn't catch why he said it. So folks, wreckingracing at gmail.com, tell us why if you know why. We probably just overlooked it. Hmm. Okay. So NASCAR pull, posts I'll... that picture of that little poster thing, and it says, The season's hottest new interior decoration, now available at your local arts and crafts store. <laughs> I'll pull up uh, Radioactive later and check it out, but... Um, anything else from California takeaways from the cup race? So what do you think about the tire situation? I mean, it cost Blaney in second place. We seen Bowman that second to last run that they had, had some issues like cord started. I mean, is that, is that what we're looking for is the fall off on tires or you think that was a shitty tire? M- me personally, I think that's kind of as what we're looking for is that it made it just to the edge. Like they made it wear just enough that it yeah, could potentially cause issues. I don't think issues the or... tires need to be indestructible. No, um, you know, no. but you know that that being able to manage your tires, man, that puts it back in the driver's hands, it right? Does, and I want to see that. Yeah, I yeah see no, that. I agree. I uh, agree. California's aging. You know that track's getting worn out and it's br- abrasive. And, and we've seen we, the in, the in car of Bush. He was just bouncing all over the place. Right. We saw, yeah, the track's got a lot of character, and we saw a huge temperature swing from what they practiced and qualified in to the day of, right? I mean, we weren't even sure California was going to get in, right, because the potential of rain, and luckily they got the whole race in, but we were talking like a 25-degree temperature swing, so I think that had something to do with it as well. So I'm not placing the blame on anybody, but... I'm also not mad at the product because I do want to see drivers manage their tires. Yeah, we're not we're not used to seeing long runs anymore. Yeah, we're not. So that was kind of refreshing. And in a way, it was. Yeah, and I I was I was pleasant with the, with the overall product at California. Refreshing, like this cherry. I like it. Coke energy. I like it. It's not bad. 
So the big thing everybody's talking about, oh, Hendrick is back. Hendrick Motorsports is back. Are they back? I I think so. You can I say mean, it's too early, but damn, let's. I mean, they're showing speed. I mean, Johnson. How, how, okay, so we, we have a fantasy league. If this is your first time listening to the show, okay, we have a fantasy league. Half the people in our fantasy league this past week chose Johnson. Yeah, yeah, which that says was something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not like he's been you know knocking it out of the park. So that many people choose it, choose him as a potential winner. And we're looking at it saying, okay, it must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, sure. I definitely say I don't I don't know if Hendrick's back to where they're going to be winning you know fifty percent of the races this year, but damn it they're going to give Stuart Haas, Gibbs, and Penske a run for their money. I do agree. I do agree. And boys and girls, like better keep your money on Bowman. I think this is going to be a career year for him. I mean, it already is basically, but I mean, we got a lot of mile and a halfs. And right now, him and Blaney are going to run away with clearly. It. He's got a car he likes. They figured out the package, and they're going to take advantage of that. So, yeah, that's great. Good for them. Good yeah. for them. And 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 Bowman, he's a super nice guy. It's contract year for him. It. Yeah, yeah. Unknown. I mean, this year was kind of unknown because of the sponsorship issues. Yeah, they brought on Cincinnati first race with yeah. that team, and he yeah. knocks out of the park with a win. So. Uh, be interesting to see, I you know who's in the Hendrick Motorsports lineup for 2021. But I have to think that Bowman's definitely going to be so in. So right now, the only change I foresee is the 48. Who's it going to be, Lugs? Are you? Let's say feelings? Blaney. You're going to say Blaney. Okay, I don't think it's going to be Blaney. I no, I we talked about the whole. Corey you think LaJoy. it's going to be LaJoy? No, no, I don't. I that's the thing is I don't. You change I, your mind? Well, I would like. I actually, the more I think about, it, I actually like him for it. I just don't see it going that direction. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I keep not. Well, I don't know if I say unfortunately. Right now, I'm still seeing it go towards uh, Brad K. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you were just showing me there. Because <laughs> you said who steps in the 48 yeah, in it, 2021. Yes. You said. LaJoy, I, I, I like the idea of that. I do. I'm not changing that thought. I just, the more I think about it, the more I don't think Hendrick will go that direction. Right now, I'm leaning towards Brackett. So you're saying it won't be LaJoy? No, it won't It won't be LaJoy. Okay, so you're changing I, your mind. What I'm saying is that if it was <laughs> I know LaJoy, you I'd be, be okay. I know you want it to be, but three weeks ago, you said it was going to be LaJoy. Yeah, so my thoughts are going to change throughout the season. <laughs> okay. So right now, I'm saying it's going to be Brad Can you change your mind? You no, asked me about four races, I might see say it's going to be Trevor Bain. I don't know. Okay, we'll <laughs> Make it a to, comeback. Yeah, we'll, comeback. Have to, we'll have to see. Greg I, I Biffle. don't know. Greg Biffle. You never know. Um. Bust out the cameras. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to Xfinity then, I guess. Um, kind of covers everything with the cup race. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, let's, before we go to Xfinity, overall, Daytona, Vegas, California, so far, your thoughts on the season? Um, aside from all the crashes at Daytona, which are to be expected anymore, I think it's been a pretty good season. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed Las Vegas, enjoyed California, We'll see what happens at Phoenix. If I remember correctly, the fall race at Phoenix last year was not well, it was a bust. Good at all. It was so a bust. Very curious to see what happens this week. Yeah. So this week at Phoenix, they're unveiling the new short spoiler high horsepower package. So maybe that'll change it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be complete. I think it's going to be completely different than what we've seen in the fall. Got so it. the spring last year, Phoenix was pretty good. Fall was an absolute snooze fest. Mm-hmm. 
So NASCAR to try and make things a little bit more lively because it is going to be the last race of the season for the championship this year. That they went from that tall ass spoiler mm-hmm. down to like a two inch spoiler, right? So it's real short compared to what it was, and they're going from five hundred and fifty horsepower to seven hundred and twenty horsepower, whatever it is. Right, right. <clears throat> so we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, it can't really, honestly, in my opinion, get any worse than the last. No, yeah, the, like Phoenix the race, yeah, the so. last Phoenix race was horrible. And you think that's exciting, folks? Just wait a little bit later in the show when we discuss the 2021 package. Yeah. All right, Xfinity. Uh, Xfinity. Harrison Burton got his first career Xfinity win. Yeah, congratulations I think to they him. showed more of his, uh, mom, probably. his mom, Kim, than they did yeah. of uh, Harrison, which was freaking annoying. But uh, nonetheless, congrats to Harrison. It was just a matter of time for that 20 went back to victory yep. lane. I mean, yep. I'm not going to sit here and say if it's – if it's his talent or if the car, it's probably both. But um, we did see. I thought it was a pretty interesting race. Chase Briscoe uh, probably had the best car and um, lost it off of one of the corners late in the race, and then couldn't get the car cranked, so he lost the lap. But I was, think, was there a lot of wrecks? Or I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch it, so not really a lot of wrecks. Well, there were a few. There and, were a few. And the one reason I'm asking this is that there's a couple people that have on our list here that are friends of the show that scored really well. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just want to... Yeah, there were a few, a few wrecks, yeah. Um, Ch- uh, no Graxon was involved in one um, along with... Um, gosh, who else was was in it? What about your remember. favorite, Michael Annette? He, was, he did have some issues, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but it, I mean, it was a pretty good race. I feel like um, the ending, uh, it was, it came down to, to um, Austin Sendrick and Riley Herbst. Um, Harrison got out pretty far to a co- comfortable lead, and then Riley and Sendrick uh, hunted him down and kind of made it a three car shootout there for like the last five laps. So it was wasn't a give me to Harrison by any means, but overall, I thought it was a pretty good, pretty good race. Good. Good. We so, saw Vinny get a top yeah, 15. Yeah, I'll say a couple of nobles. Is the whole Vinny's day, Vinny was on the lead lap. That's fantastic. Um, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Vinny was, you know, he was he was there the whole time on the lead lap, passing cars. So it wasn't just a default, you know, top yeah. 15 from attrition. He actually earned it. So Fan- Fantastic. Yeah. So Vinny finished 15th. Tommy Joe Martins finished 18th. That's huge for that team. Look at their, the way their season's been going. Mm-hmm. And it was in practice. I think he blew an oil line. Caught it on fire. Yeah. So, I mean, good good job, Tommy Joe, come back, finishing 18. That's for, you know, your family team and everything. Uh, that's great. Yeah. And then Chad Fincham uh, finished 20th. And Chad is the driver for our buddy, our crew chief buddy, Ryan, that yeah. calls into the show frequently. Uh, so that's, that's his car. Yeah. So congrats um, to them. I'm friends with Ryan, as you are, on Facebook, and he said, you know, they're top 20 in points, cars got decent speed, and they haven't even got their silver bullet cars out, you know, their, yeah. their prime cars out yet. So I that, hope this is fantastic a, for yeah, them. Yeah, hope it's an awesome season for those guys. They deserve it. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, no truck race this weekend. Um, so we'll move on to news. Got quite a bit of news. Yeah, a lot of it. It's like there was no news when I was writing my notes this morning, and then by this afternoon, it's like, what the fuck is going on in the NASCAR world? <laughs> Everything. Sorry, what the F is going on with the 20? What the F is going on with the new loving? Yeah, man. Get their Biggest news. Well, I don't know. It's just because it's de- debatable, but I'm going to go with the biggest shocker. Speed Weeks? No. no? Stuart okay. Haas coming Stewart. Okay. out of retirement, man. Going to step into... Not uh, Haas. Stewart is coming sorry. out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Stewart is... <laughs> 
Uh, Going to be in a Stuart Haas car. Yes. Uh, at, for Xfinity, racing the Indy road course race. Yeah. So we all know that Dale Jr. does it one race a year, right? Yeah. What well, if he decided to do a second one this year with Tony and Dale Jr. at the same race? Mind blowing. That would blow the sport up right there. I think, yeah. And all they need then is Jeff. Get, get the <laughs> yeah. three of them back in yeah. there, dude. Xfinity would be yeah. sold out, dude. Yeah. You know yeah. you know it would. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I'd go. So, yeah, the, uh, for the ones who don't know, Indy this year for the Xfinity race is going to be a road course. That's right up Tony's wheelhouse, plus it's Indiana. So, hell yeah, he's coming out of retirement for that one race. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, news today is that... Uh. Speed Weeks, uh, traditionally a two-week affair, sometimes, I guess, technically a little longer than that, is being condensed to one week. And it's not even a full week. And the Clash is now, instead of taking part on the Daytona Oval, is moving to the road course of Daytona. How about that? And they're using old cars. They're, they? us- they're using this year's car for the Clash that. next year because there, there is a concern of how many next-gen cars each team's going to have. Whoa. So okay. they don't want to waste, per se, a next-gen car during the Clash next year. <laughs> All right. I so it's really different because it's going to be a Tuesday night race. Why? At the, at the three-and-a-half-mile road course. Why a Tuesday? I don't I know why it's not the Sunday because that's Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right. I don't know. But could we not put it in somewhere else? I don't – dude, it just doesn't Friday make any sense night, to me. Yeah. There's a truck race, but fuck doubleheader header something. Yeah. Why a Tuesday? I don't know. And we got I guess qualified. to give I guess to give time for the teams to get all that stuff done cuz you got one week now to clash, clash practice, qualifying, qualifying practice, duels practice, race practice, it's be a packed race ass week. The truck race, the Xfinity race. Yeah, it is going to be a packed week. And if there's any weather, dude, think about that. Oh yeah, I know, right? Damn. Damn. So I mean, it's going to be definitely interesting, but a Tuesday night, I don't. So I'm intrigued by that. I didn't. I didn't catch that part about the old cars. Yeah. But I, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, they're messing with history here. Oh, okay. So they, okay, <laughs> they already started mess, messing with history whenever they set the schedule this year, mm-hmm. right? So you have a lot of NASCAR traditionalists that were already on edge. And then the news that we're going to talk about and this news right here, the people are just like flipping the F out. So, Mike, I know you're going to be listening to this episode. He's our uh, Florida resident and talks to us a lot about Daytona. Send us your thoughts about this whole, um, I'm, I'm just going to say catastrophe right now, um, this whole concoction that they have about the Tuesday night race, one week, right? I mean, literally right after the Super Bowl. I mean, the teams are the, the thing about the spread out speed weeks for the teams is that they have a chance to actually think things through modifications changes now it's going to be like if you made the the clash your team's going to probably hate you <laughs> right yeah. i mean it be, i mean your team's like your your owner's going to love it cuz it gives you the exposure stuff like that but what's the benefit now yeah yeah one is the clash with the benefit because you can get like a pre-season trial in mm-hmm. to learn a couple things. You ain't got dick now. You ain't got dick now. And then your teams are going to be pushed to build these cars and get these cars set up whenever they're going to be pushed on time for your other car. Yeah. I just It doesn't make any sense to me. It sounds like the teams are being punished if they make the clash. For me, it, it sounds like 
obviously I'm no expert, but it's going to be like, Hey, take your, take your Sonoma Watkins Glen Roval course from 2020, put it in the back of the shop. And that's what we'll take to to Daytona. Yeah. And just let it go. However it is, it is. I mean, yeah. Cause we got bigger fish to fry, right? Yeah. So if you have a clash, or you had the Daytona 500 setup. Which oh, yeah. one are you going to spend and time on? And you got on? a whole new freaking car. Yeah, a- exactly. I mean, there's so much unknown with that. You'd think you got to put all your eggs in that basket for sure. Yeah. That's... It just, it, honestly, to me, if if I made the clash, and I probably wouldn't, but I would definitely have to consider if I would actually race in it or not. And as a racer, it doesn't impact me too much, but it impacts my team. Yeah. So as a team, if you're a team owner, their lugs, okay, I'm just going to put you on the spot. If you're a team owner, and you're saying if you qual your driver qualified for the clash, but you have all this other shit to do, would you take the risk for one year and say, you know what, I'm not going to do the clash. I'm not going to do it because I need to focus here. If and this is the, what if pays it, me if, here. If it's on the road course and it's an old car, or do you just throw a car out there and just say, hey, whatever it is, it is. We everybody else wrecks. Hey, we're good, right? Yeah, personally for me, if it's on the road course and it's an old car, it's 2020s Watkins Glen car. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Send, send it which, out there. Which makes sense. But to your point, if it's the next gen car and I've only got, you know, those are what, saying they're 250 grand per car or something like that? Or are they saying they're closer to a million? I can't remember. I, what, I can't remember the. It's the, astronomical it's, compared yeah. to new, the new, the regular now current car. But um, yeah, why would I, why would I have a, a car for that? It's going to be completely different than my day. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not going to enter that car if, yeah, if that's the case. Yeah. I know it's just it just blows my mind. It's gonna be very different. Uh, like I said, the NASCAR traditionalists are gonna be are, are gonna be are screaming this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the part portion of that is because of the next bit of news we're getting into. So William Byron hit was, me. I would love to. <laughs> William Byron was at the track racing the the third next gen or fourth, I guess, right race fourth practice with the next gen. I believe so. It's a whole new next gen car. This is a fresh built one. With all the changes recommended from the three previous tests, mm. he goes out, races it. People see the single. People see the single lug nut, mm-hmm. and there's already speculation about. But now it's confirmed. NASCAR is switching from the five lug nuts to the single lug nut on the cars. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that has blown up on Twitter. I don't. I. I mean, I wasn't shocked by it. Like. I feel like I we we've been knew, talking about we it. knew it was coming. Like what? Yeah. Why are you just now getting mad at it? Like yeah, yeah, if you've I, been paying attention, you should have known agree. it was now, coming. Now I I disagree with it. I I mean it makes sense, okay? But me, part of me is a NASCAR traditionalist, and I like the idea of how it can play a role in the outcome of the race. For me, I'm just glad they're not going to a central jack point to lift the whole car up. Yeah, you know, that's true. Like an indie style or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as they don't take that away, as long as they're still going left. Your right sides and then left on a four tire stop. I don't give a shit if it's five lugs or one. Okay, I, I, sure, I do. Sure. It's, it's I'm a bit of a traditionalist, but if they were to say, "Hey, we're going to central, you know, one lug nut and a central jack point to lift the entire car up," then I would just be like, I'd have to question <laughs> what what the hell yeah. are they trying to do? Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm assuming the strategy is going to change a little bit. It's going to help some teams out because it's going to. You know, obviously, the smaller teams can't pay for the super athletic, super trained guys, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this kind of helps level the playing field a little bit. So I mean, I I think in the, in the end, give me six races into next season, I'm not even going to notice it anymore. Right. But again, the traditional side of me, I'm looking at it a little bit and say, man, look at Truex. Truex has had so many issues in the pits 
at the end of the last season and this season so far. It's just one of those little intricacies in the in the race that sometimes people overlook that actually plays a role in the outcome of the race. Getting a loose tire, have to come back yeah. in unexpectedly. Absolutely. Or just the time, like you drop a lug nut and mm-hmm. you have to try to pick it up or your lug nut pops we'll a valve yeah. stem off. So in theory, it should make the competition a little tighter in that aspect. Yeah. I did see yesterday Steve Letarte was talking about it on NASCAR America is that now the teams are paying the money, you know, you're paying your, your six-digit numbers, your six-digit salaries to your tire changers. Well, now that that payload is going to be more focused on your jackmen and your gasmen, right? Because they're the ones that's going to be doing the bulk of the work where that time constraint is going to fall most on those two guys. Cause think about it, you know, now you're paying the guys, make sure you get the tire, you know, stud, all the lugs off, mm-hmm. hit the studs, take the wheel off, put the new one on, hit the, hit the lugs and then move to the other side of the car. Now the guys have just got one lug nut to take off take the tire off, put the new one on, boom. They're already moving to the other side of the car. The jack man's got to release it and run around. By the time he gets to the other jack point, they've already got they've the, already got the yeah. one lug off. Right. They're waiting on him. So all they were saying, all the athleticism is going to turn, hmm. the money's going to turn to the jack men and the fuelers. Yeah, interesting. And it makes sense. Yeah. So it'll be different. And I'm not, I'm not hating it. It's just it's just gonna take a little bit to get point. used to it. And so many I, I just points. love I love pit stops. I love the team aspect of NASCAR. I feel like there's no other sport out there that's quite the team environment than NASCAR. Football's cool. I mean, but you have a quarterback. Your quarterback yeah. runs the team, and your whole team is dependent upon the quarterback. Right, right. And that's not the thing in NASCAR. A lot so. of changes be coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there, what is the one connection between or one commonality between the Mandalorian and NASCAR. The show? Mandalorian? Yeah. yeah. This is the way? We got bounty hunters on both. Oh. Uh, how I long did you that? think about that one? I literally just hit me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so... Touche. Yeah, let's talk about bounty hunting. So, uh, right after our last show, which unfortunately we did right after the race, so instead of our typical Wednesday... Um, so news was announced that we have some bounty hunters. Yeah. So I don't think we talked about the last No, show. I don't think so. So anyway, there's a bounty placed by Kevin Harvick and Mark Marcus Lemon Lemon Gander Mountain Gander Mountain CEO. Yeah. So it's a total of hundred thousand dollars for someone who could beat Kyle Bush in the truck series. Well, Hooters has come out and working with GMS and Chase Elliott to sponsor a truck for Chase to get mm-hmm. in on it. Um, GMS is also gonna work with Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was announced today that Eric Jones, Eric Jones is going to be in it. So the people who have are going to be a part of it right now are Chase, Larson, Jones, and Brandon Poole. Okay. So those are at least the four that have a chance to get the bounty. There's conversations with like Austin Dillon and a couple others that try to get a ride. I think we'll see some more. I mean, the problem is we got Atlanta coming up here in yeah. a matter of weeks. Yeah. And then Homestead shortly after that. And th- those are two of the tracks that Bush is going to be yep. competing at. So, guys are going to have to step up quick. But I love it, man. I love it. I'll definitely be watching those truck races. Yeah. So, a lot of people are bitching about that because they're saying that cup guys shouldn't go down to the truck series. But now, the same people are saying, ooh, you know, Chase Elliott and them are going to be racing the truck series. I don't... 
the sport needs more eyeballs, and this is oh, going to sure. put it. This is definitely going to help out, with, without a doubt. I honestly didn't see a whole lot of people talking about cup drivers in the truck series as much as I did them in Xfinity series. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, I mean, you're allowed up to five races a year, so be it, whoop de doo I mean, I mean they're limiting it. It's not like they're racing double yeah, header, you know, yeah. double dipping every weekend. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. What do you think about Chase's car or truck? The truck? The awesome, truck. man. So I, I love the black paint schemes. So I actually follow the guy that came up with that scheme on Instagram. His handle, I think, is like K Sykes Designs. Okay. He's done a lot of work for Front Row and uh, Reagan, okay. David Reagan and uh, John Hunter Nemechek. And um, he posted the scheme up and basically said, um, hey, Hooters, I've got you know a paint scheme for you for Chase's thing. And I even commented on it. I was like, dude, that's a die cast I would buy. And then it came out today, and it was that very paint scheme. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so it's, awesome. it's badass. It almost reminds me of his that night, night Hooters, owl, whatever. Yeah, for night his owl, cup yep. car. Yeah. But on that's, a truck. that's what I thought of. Yeah. So 24 yep. number and everything. So, well, not that he's got a 24 in cup, but used not to. Now, yeah. Uh, but it, it looks sharp, man. Uh, I might. Damn it. I have to stop <laughs> buying freaking die casts. Yeah. This Never is all freaking marketing ploy, man. It they, is. It, it, it absolutely is. Uh, so this was an interesting week on Twitter. So uh, during the right after Logano won the race at Vegas, they're having a press conference like they usually do. This person stood up and said the most strangest question ever. <laughs> um, I wonder if I can find it real quick. I mean, it was a very effed up question. Um, give me one quick second here. No problem. Um, while you're doing that, man, what would you say has been the biggest surprise of 2020 so far? Would you say it's kind of the mediocre um, result from Toyota, the Toyota camp, Gibbs camp specifically, or would you say Hendrick's return, Chevrolet's competitiveness? Um, what would you say? Just curious, uh, throwing one at you, filling screen time here. Yeah, I would. I would probably say uh, Hendrick, um, just because we've the last season and a half, two seasons, we really haven't. I mean, they haven't been showing they much had, what, of anything. Four wins last year. Three of those were from Chase and one from Bowman, I believe. Yeah. So. Yeah, I um, I t- Toyota's going to get their stuff figured out. You know, it's easy to have a couple bad weeks, but they're going to get their stuff figured out. So uh, I think, honestly, Chevrolet, to me, how quick they rebounded and how quick their, what their competitiveness level is at right now for a brand new car and what we saw the last two years out of that Camaro, I'm, I think to- that Chevrolet is the biggest surprise to me. I, th- I think they definitely took the right step making the change a little bit. It definitely helped the teams out. The cars are running a lot better. Problem is they finally get to where they need to be, and then next year is going to be a whole other ball game. So I can't find the question, but anyway, there was a effed up question that someone asked Joey Logano after the race, and uh, so it was such a strange question. And Logano is trying to be nice and listen to this guy. It's not even a typical media person. It was someone that like literally never been in the media center before. 
Hmm. Wonder and, what uh, kind of people that is. So there, he's sitting there trying to listen, and the thing was so like off the wall about like winning the race. That means you get the pole for next season for the Daytona 500. And oh, blah, blah, blah. yeah. It was real weird. Logano's like, what? And we get done. He's like, what? He's like, this sounds like some kind of conspiracy theory. Has anybody else heard this kind of stuff? Well, Jim Utter went on a Twitter, and he has a push button kind of attitude anyway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of people call him out and he's real quick to block people on twitter thankfully we have not been blocked by him yet are you nice uh, to him not necessarily but i'm not mean either mm. uh so anyway he, he wasn't nice to us a few times we saw him. he's just not he's, very friendly yeah he's not he's not um so uh anyway he made a comment that someone basically just asked a stupid question it's probably somebody that works at barstool yeah Bold assumption. Oh my lord, did it take off from there? So, you had Dave Portnoy, who's the CEO of Barstool, who's been very involved in NASCAR since the whole thing from last year, and he basically defended himself and defended his company a little bit. And Barstool, so it's kind of the we've talked about on the show. Yeah, I, I, I've told you before my thoughts on Barstool, how they're kind of the frat boy attitude mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. way they present themselves. Well, their cronies went <laughs> after... Cronies? Yeah, went after <laughs> Utter. And they memed the hell out of him. They were going off on him. And it would turn into like almost like they wanting to fight and all kinds of... It was stupid stuff. So have all these media members taking Jim's back saying, hey, look... This is unnecessary attacks on him, blah, blah, blah. And other people are like, no, you, you poke the bear, you know, you get it. So Jeff Gluck then comes out with a story about a dragon and how the village, a.k.a. NASCAR, invites this dragon in, Barstool, Barstool. and how occasionally this dragon kills someone because of their attitude and the way they present themselves. Uh, but NASCAR's okay with it. Or, excuse me, the village is okay with it. Uh, so anyway... It, it, Jeff Gluck releases a story about a dragon, right? Well, Dave Portnoy runs with it, and he's got his podcast with Clint Boyer. So now they come out with a... Is that a weekly thing that they do? Or he just happened to be on the podcast? No, I think it's them together. I don't know if it's weekly or bi-weekly. I don't don't know. I I just know that we had a fan email us and say that we're better than they are, which is great. Oh, thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Mike. Um, so anyway, so now they came out with a dragon paint scheme for Clint's car. For I did a race. see that. It looks pretty sharp too. It looks funny. It looks really, really funny. Um, and I kind of laugh at that and chuckle a little bit, but it's just, I don't know, the bar stool. So do you think they're really bringing a fan base to, to NASCAR? I mean, obviously it's doing something, right? Something. <laughs> I mean, it, it, got, it got the sport some visibility. I don't know, man. I see that Dave guy. I don't follow Barstool at all. Um, very honestly, loosely familiar with them. But I do see a lot of posts on Twitter, NASCAR, you know, based, you know, interactions and, and such with Barstool. So, I mean, I think any publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah, they definitely are bringing pu- publicity to the sport. Um I just I I've never been a fan of Barstool and the way they present things and it's just kind of You're like a TMZ of 
sports? Or I what? feel like they're even worse than TMZ. Really? So, I mean, Dave Portnoy has been the CEO of Barstool. Has been Careful, you're going to get us memed, man. Yeah, I know, and that's okay. I mean, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just being honest. It's an observation. So he's known to call like, women that work for him fat pigs and like oh. fire them for not being pretty and stuff like that. And it just again that whole frat boy mentality. I just gotcha. I'm I'm all for people speaking their mind as long as they own what they say. Uh, it's just to me they're just they're just too disrespectful. Speaking of which, what was that like two weeks ago? Who was the guy that? Went on a tangent on like some like newscast. Oh yeah, saying how NASCAR was dying. I can't remember his but name. But you posted now. it on our. You recorded yeah. it on your phone because he yeah. deleted it so, so he, quick. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name now. But the douche like was a uh, some college newscaster person. And, he uh, was not affiliated with any like no, Barstool or anything. No. Okay. Um, so he went on this whole tangent about how NASCAR's dying and. Blah blah blah, just like this whole thing about how it was the lowest watched thing on Monday TV. It's like, dude, it's a rained out race that <laughs> Monday evening. There's yeah, it's not gonna have the twenty million people it had the day before trying to watch it. Right, right. You know, it's just common sense, dumbass. Well, anyway, he went. People were like, "You're an idiot." And anyway, he ended up like deleting his tweet. And I was like, "Don't worry." I happened to, I was able to still access. You know, he deleted it. So I took my wife's phone and I recorded it with her phone because it wouldn't allow me to repost it or anything because oh, it yeah. was deleted uh, technically, right? Uh, so I reposted it. Um, so I, I yeah, I videotaped it. Then I reposted. It. I'm like, hey, for all the ones who are saying stuff that he he's got scared and deleted his tweet. Here you go. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. So uh, I can I could probably find it if I put some time in, but we'll I'm not go gonna put time yeah. in. Um, I don't know. Yeah, crazy man, crazy, crazy, crazy. What the internet's will do. We'll just leave it at that. How about that? Um. All right. What other news we got, man? We uh, wrapping up here. Some of Rick Ware. Some yeah. rumors flying there. Did yeah, you hear that? yeah, I did. So the rumor going around, and uh, someone asked actually about Pockerhouse about this, and he said that he hasn't been able to confirm it. Is why he hasn't said anything about it. But the rumor is that Rick Ware Racing is going to buy Premium Motorsports. I did see that. Interesting. But no, uh, no one's come out and said one way or another, huh? No. Okay. No. All right. Well, hey, uh, let's uh, talk about some fantasy picks and then talk about your vacation. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, actually, Jeff Gluckpole. Oh, I did not see was that. Was it so. a good race? I would say probably 70% yes. 75% yes. Oh, that's pretty close. Yep. Okay. Uh, like the second highest polled race, I think 2016 was like up in the 90s, which I don't remember specifically what happened in that race. But uh, nonetheless, I'll take 75% and I agree with it. Yeah, good. Good. Um. All right, let's talk about fantasy, guys. Uh, we'll run through your picks and points, and then uh, we'll make some, let you know what our picks were or are going to be for Phoenix this weekend. So, uh, Seth Reader, he had Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Blaney with 83 points. Eric Stewart had Ryan Blaney and Bowman for 101 points. Good weekend for you, Eric. Uh, John Elliott had Blaney and Jimmy Johnson, 83 points. Good, good, um, uh, you know, points collection there. Eddie Greer, Bowman. Dang, a lot of you guys got Bowman. Bowman and Truex, yeah. 93 points. Um, Mike Stewart has uh, Bo Boyer and Logano, 43 points. Travis Totten has, I'm sorry, Bowman, winner again, and Jimmy Johnson, 110 Joseph Adams has got Harvick and Bowman. All oh, y'all picking Bowman. 93 points. 
Uh, Tyler Ellington, Harvick, and Jimmy Johnson, 75 points. Gordon Carr, Kyle Busch, and Ryan, uh, Ryan Truex. Um, <laughs> Martin Truex Jr., how about that? 69 points. Donna Mitchell uh, had Brad Kozlowski and Kyle Busch, 84 points. Good points today for her. Tracy Lair has uh, Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex Jr., 58 points. Same picks for Jessica Mueller, Harvick and Truex, 58 points. Um, Wade has had Ryan... Um, God, I cannot talk, man. I'm having a seizure here or something. <laughs> uh, Bowman and Kyle Busch, 104 points. Good points today there for Wade. Daniel Cameron had Ka- uh, Kurt Busch and Jimmy Johnson, 86 points. Good job, Daniel. Joe Schlasky has the... Let's see here. Ryan Blaney and Larson, 53 points. Jeff Stainhook... Coming home with Chase Elliott and Jimmy Johnson, 86 points. Uh, our buddy Saka had Clint Boyer and Brad Keselowski, 58 points. You, Gas Man, had Chase and Blaney, uh, 77 points. Good good points today for you. I had Blaney and Harvick. Looking pretty good there till Blaney had to pit with like five to go. 66 points for me there. And uh, Jason Miller had Kyle Busch and Clint Boyer, 54 points. So lots of movement in the point standings. I will post the full point standings on Twitter and Facebook. But we do have a new leader. Woohoo! Eric Stewart moves into first place. Eric, uh, don't know you, but thanks for beating Jessica. <laughs> Eric's in first with 235 points. Jessica Mueller in second with 210 Donna Mitchell in third with 205. Joseph Adams in fourth with 193. And then it gets real tight here. Uh, Tyler Ellington in fifth with 190. Jeff Stainhook, sixth, 189. Eddie Greer, seventh, 186. Tracy Lair, eighth, 182. Wade in ninth with 178. Tied with Daniel Cameron, 178. And Seth Reeder, 11th, 174. Uh, I am in 12th, 164. Gordon Carr, 13th, 163. Gasman, 162. We're only two points <laughs> apart. Uh, John Elliott in 15th with 154. Mike Stewart, 16th, 150. Saka, 17th, 148. Joe Schlasky, 18th, 134. Miller, J- Jason Miller in 19th, 128. And Travis Totten in 20th, 123. So I'll post these on Facebook and Twitter so you can see your... Total points tallies and where who you need to pass next week. So next week we're going to Phoenix. New package there. Going yeah. with a higher yeah. engine as you discussed earlier. Yep. Um uh, kind of just gonna this roll is, the dice here. Yeah, this is just shot in dark for me. Let me make my picks first. Go for it, man. So I'm gonna go with the Mueller route. I'm gonna do Kyle Bush and Harvick. Ooh. Just cause uh they're both are veterans and I really don't know what to expect. Okay. All right, man. I did some statistical analysis. You okay. said last week I wasn't okay. prepared, and I was offended by that. So okay, all right. I actually did some homework this time. Uh, I'm going Ryan Blaney. Okay. Um, he has a 3.0 average in both races last year. And Denny Hamlin, 2.5. And compared to your picks, uh, you do have me beat based off of Kyle's finish last year. He had like okay. a first and a second, so okay. 1.5 finish there, and Kevin Harvick has a 7.0 average. But we all know he's got like 1,000 wins there. Yeah, so, yeah. that's what I'm, um, I'm baking on. I'm yeah, so Blaney's obviously got the speed, man. I've picked him like 
two of the last three weeks. Hopefully, he can finally get it done for me this week in Phoenix, but that's my pick, Blaney Hamlin. All right. And I want to play this video for you real quick, or this audio for you. It's that uh, Joey Logano thing I was talking about. Oh, go for it. Consider for the Mark Anthony DeBello, DeBello Production Company. Joey, uh, congratulations. Um, long-term question. Uh, there's talk out there uh, about a 10-year plan NASCAR of NASCAR November. Um, Charlotte for the Hall of Fame here because it's obviously the gambling capital and congratulations you were five to one to win this race and the final race uh, a week championship series in Daytona with the um, cool part being that the championship the cup winner gets to uh, be the pole sitter for the race in February Daytona 500 your thoughts about uh, that in the long term. (laughs) <laughs> that is weird. So, yeah, what kind of question is that? So that's what started yes. the whole utter uh, barstool uh, thing. Is that, that dude just made it all up? Yeah, and, on the fly. And barstool is known to have antics sometimes. So basically, I think utter was calling out, "Hey, this is something barstool will do." And barstool got their panties in a bunch. <laughs> wow. And Dave Portnoy went out and, and posted utter's thing, and it says attack. He he like he asked his minions <laughs> to attack Utter. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, um, yeah. Before we get into your vacation conversation, just make sure you send us your picks for the green flag drops. Wreckingracing at gmail dot com. You got it. You got it. Um, Check out our website wreckingracing dot com. Close close points battle basically from hell like third all the way down to basically last. I mean, honestly, one bad race. Might drop you some, but one good race will vault you right back to the top. So. I mean, just so Travis Totten, he's last, right? He missed a race. He missed a race, but he's only last by how many points? Five. Yeah, exactly. He missed the whole race. Yeah. So that's that's what is awesome about our fantasy league is that one race won't kill you. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. We I love our fantasy league. Jessica Miller still suck, but I love love our fantasy league. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, tell me about your vacation, man. You went down to so I went to Florida. Disney it was World. Sunny. No, no, no. Universal. Universal, not Disney. Universal. Does Disney own it? No. Universal yeah. is completely separate. Are you sure? Yeah. You sure, sure they don't own it though? I'm sure they don't own it. Yeah. Okay. They're competitors. Okay. Now they own Disney. Now owns a lot of stuff inside Universal that they used to not own, like the whole Marvel okay. thing. I don't know. Simpsons. I'm just asking. No, I, they don't. Um, but anyway, it was fun. It was very fun. It was cold. It was like 60 degrees. Did you do Epcot? That's Disney. Is it? I don't know yeah, these okay. things, man. <laughs> I thought you said you went to Universal. I went to Universal and I went to Epcot, but they were like two different parks you had to pay to get into. Yeah. So Universal, you have Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios. That's the two parks at Universal. So I want a balance between those two. Okay. Did you do that space thing I talked about? That was not there. Oh, damn it. So you also talked about an Avatar one. Yeah. That wasn't there either. I read that that was at Disney. <laughs> so you're getting all your stuff mixed up. It's all the same. <laughs> it probably pretty, pretty much is. But what I did ride is like, I had, there were some badass rides. So uh, the Spider-Man ride was really fun. Uh, the Mummy ride was phenomenal. Transformers was okay. The uh, Fast and Furious was okay. It wasn't great. Um, but I definitely loved Jurassic Park, Kong, or King Kong, uh, The Mummy, and Spider-Man. The Simpsons was pretty good, too. Hmm. So were the, these were all like, uh, most like of them are, 3D things? Most of them are 3D rides. Okay. Yeah, and I love... I One thing I discovered on this trip is I really love 3D rides. Did you, was there like... 
multiple times where you're like, holy shit, am I actually doing yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. Or, oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, the, now the Mummy ride was an actually like, little roller coaster. It wasn't a 3D. Um, but it's kind of almost like it's like almost like starting off as a 3D, and then it's an actual roller coaster. Nice. nice. And Jurassic Park was a water ride. Yeah, I did, I did do that one. Okay. Did it seem kind of outdated a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, I did that definitely. one. I still liked it, but yeah, it was outdated. Yeah, I did that one in like 2012 when I They're went. They're building something new right there by it, so maybe it's a new Jurassic World ride or something. I think I've, <laughs> I have heard that they, uh, okay. they are doing a new one. Okay, but. and they're actually going to be building a whole... I read this while I was down there. They're actually going to be building a whole new park. So it's supposed to be like doubling to tripling the size of what they already have. Where's the Star Wars? Where's that going? That's Disney. Okay. Yeah. So Universal is kind of dying a little bit compared to Disney until the Harry the Harry Potter thing. Oh, yeah. How was so that? So let me tell you, the Harry Potter nerdum is strong. <laughs> They are everywhere. You went with one, so I, you should Yeah, know. but mine wasn't quite as bad with the ones I've seen. Mine got a jacket that cost 70 fuck freaking dollars <laughs> for a little hoodie. Um, uh, and as I'm talking about my wife. Yes, not my child, my wife. Um, but there's people everywhere wearing robes and scarves and... Oh, yeah, and she bought a wand. Like, everybody had a wand there, and she bought one. She's like, you're going to buy one? I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with a wand? Why do Slapper I need the one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she paid even extra money to get an interactive one so she could walk around the park and do like spells. Oh, yeah. It what? was neat, but man, everything's so damn expensive. What were the lines like? What was the wait time? So What's the longest on, you waited? Not very long. I'm not a waiting person. I rather did you just, do the did you do the quick pass or whatever? <laughs> so on Friday, Friday of last week, I did the quick pass. Okay. So we rode that that quick pass, and Friday it wasn't overly crowded, so we literally did both parks and rode every ride we wanted to ride except for one ride. There's a Harry Potter ride that does not offer the express pass, mm-hmm. and it's like soon as the day starts, it's three hour wait. Holy crap! Yeah, it is insane. So. We didn't do that ride Saturday. We didn't do. We went in with a regular pass on Saturday, not the express pass. We only did a couple rides and more, just kind of chilled and just walked around and stuff. But you should see the line at this stupid Harry Potter ride. It's a uh, some kind of like roller coaster deal. It looks neat based on the pictures I've seen, um, where it's like a motorcycle and a sidecar. So one person sits in the sidecar, one person sitting on the motorcycle. And it like locks you in, and it's like a roller coaster that you're like on a motorcycle. I ride a motorcycle like during the summer, so like that. So it's really nothing new to me. For people who don't ride a motorcycle, it's probably pretty badass. Yeah, but I'm not waiting three hours on a line. Yeah, that's overkill, man. Uh, uh, I think hours probably my max. I don't. I I. So whenever I had that express pass, the longest we wait was maybe five minutes. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. that was, that's good. was how much extra was that? Uh, a lot, like 130 dollars extra that day Boo. per person. Per person, yeah. Damn, so drop two sixty just on yeah, that. Yeah, just on that express pass. Yeah. So I mean just for the passes for the park is about almost a thousand dollars for three days. Total. Yeah. It's a lot that I cast. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's what I'm talking about. Expensive. And then you throw in the fact that like a butter beer, like the Harry Potter drink. Oh, yeah. it, I actually liked the taste of it. I actually liked it, but they're like ten dollars a piece. Oh, I figured they'd be more than that. Man, and then you like we went to the like some kind of Harry Potter thing and ate fish and chips or something like that. Some little cafe thing. Fish and chips. Yeah. Hey, good job on your accent there. Um, it was like for me and my wife for literally a butter beer a piece and the fish and chips was sixty dollars. Does it taste buttery? 
The butterbeer? Mm-hmm. Uh, it tastes to me like cream soda. Oh. Like A&W cream soda. Okay. That's what it tastes like to me. Hmm. So, yeah. But get you drunk. No, it's not alcoholic. What? It's not alcoholic. Why the hell is it called a beer then? Uh, some Harry Potter oh, reason. Geez. I'm sure we have some Harry Potter fans that listen to this show. Uh, I've never Wrecking seen and the racing movies. It, I, I know. Uh, there's this girl I was talking to not long ago. That have you seen the movies? I have. I've went to the theater to watch most oh, you of them. poor soul. Yes, so let me explain. Yes, I have seen them. Do I know what's going on? No, I don't. <laughs> One, I don't pay attention that close to it. I'm just there to be there. And two, there's a lot going on from other storylines. I have no idea what the hell is going on. So I just <laughs> and do you it. got forced to go to a whole freaking theme park for it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was cool seeing it and stuff like that, but I didn't get off on it. Like I said, my wife was like all over it. It was like, <laughs> it was just, there were nerds everywhere. <laughs> Wreckingracing at gmail.com. Meanwhile, Complaints. if it was yeah. a NASCAR theme park. Yeah, I know, I know. We yeah. would have been all over it. Heck yeah. I mean, I would be like wet as soon as I walked in. Do they need, they need like go-karts or something there? Uh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Like a NASCAR simulator. So right down the ro- right down the road was Andretti Race Park. Like it had like go-karts and stuff. So I tried talking the wife and go in there, but no, it never happened. <laughs> uh, How rude. Yeah, I know. What else did I do? I went to a murder mystery. Uh, so we had dinner and watched, like, try to figure out who killed who and mm-hmm. stuff. It was pretty neat. Oh, oh, this was awesome. Blue Man Group. If you've never seen the Blue Man Group, you've got to see the Blue Man Group. Really? It was phenomenal. And the greatest thing is I'm a cheap ass most of the time, so I bought the cheapest tickets I could, and we're sitting there, and we're literally in the last row. We're the only people in the last row. This woman comes up and goes, uh, you know, I got some seats up front. Uh, I wanted to, there's only two seats left up there and I want them filled. You guys mind going up there for me? We're like, uh, what, what's the catch? She's like, no catch. I just want a full row. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we literally went from last row to second row. Nice. And we're in the poncho section, the splash. Nice. Zone. They hit you with the watermelon. Uh, it was no watermelon, but there's paint <laughs> flying everywhere. I did get That's a marsh- Gallagher. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did get a uh, marshmallow thrown at me. Uh, and I ate it. In I caught mouth? it and ate it. No, I mean, they just threw it my way. I just caught it and ate it. Um, <laughs> like Shamu. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but if you've never, literally, if you, so my wife's like, I don't even know who Blue Man Group is. I'm like, what? She's How like, could you have not at least heard of Because she's from middle of nowhere, Kentucky Hills, and all they know is. But like, she knows Harry Potter? Get, well, yeah, nerd. <laughs> but yeah, she didn't know Blue Man Group, and then when we get so done, question. she's like, "How how did I never heard of them?" I'm like, "I don't know." Is there only one Blue Man Group, or is it several? Is it like there's an- several? Okay, that's what yeah, because there's there's like residencies, like Universal has their ones, and Vegas has one. I think Atlantic City might even, have uh, one. Like they were here. I think they travel. Yeah, yeah I think they travel too. Yeah. So there's different groups of them that you have to go through like different training and stuff to the become Blue Man one. Group School. Yeah, I think there is I'm one, blue, actually. Da, da, da. So every time I say, that's funny you bring that up. Because <laughs> every time I like tell my family member or whatever, oh, we went to see a Blue Man group. They're like, oh, that song. I'm like, they didn't do that song. That was like Eiffel 69 or something like that. Right? It would make you're, sense You're a music person. Yeah. Like, who was, sung it? Eiffel 65, 65? maybe? 65. Okay. Anyway, it's not the Blue Man group. Yeah. It would yeah. make sense if it was, though. Yeah, I guess so. But the thing is, they don't talk. The Blue Man group does not talk. They just make sounds and facial expressions. It's like a latex paint, right? Yeah. You can tell that they're wearing a cap, but it's like an oily paint. Mm, it's very shiny. And it is extremely shiny. It never really like, hardens or anything. Uh, but they have yellow eyes, too. It's different. But they're very interactive with the crowd. It was real fun. They did stage a couple things, but it was they pulled people up on the stage. 
Uh, they did oh, I hate one that. or two people. I'm always petrified. I'm but they come up. out into the audience and like mess with people in the audience. Yeah, I hate that shit. No, that's hilarious. I hate that shit. It's, it's hilarious. So I won't go to that stuff. Oh, you big baby. I don't want to get drug up on it. How many people were there in attendance? Uh, Probably 125, oh, That's not bad. But yeah. like you're in an auditorium with 10,000 people. That's different. <laughs> I don't, I, I guess I'm a more of an extrovert than you are. I can care less. I would get up there and enjoy the enjoy myself with it. Uh, but no, it was, it was fun. Uh, like one thing that they did, that they kept throwing marshmallows at this other one. He caught them all in his mouth. He had like thirteen in his mouth, and he ended up pulling it out. Like and it looked like a freaking pyramid of smashed marshmallows. It was disgusting. And it came down into the like the woman sitting That's right in the front one of you us. Ate? No, <laughs> coming to the came to the woman in front of us is like open up her purse and stuck it in there, and it was a staged purse. Oh. But everybody, I only noticed it because I when she opened, I could see the bag inside of it mm-hmm. and stuff. And they came back and picked like the the studio people came and picked it up later, but they staged it. So it looks like her purse, and every I mean, it was from the perspective outside. It was like hilarious that this guy just went and dumped this big pile of chewed up marshmallow in this woman's purse. Nice, yeah. And then hey, marshmallow huge, talk only huge, here. Huge balls up on the ceiling, and then they like dropped them like at the end of the show, like balls everywhere, and they kept making <laughs> references about their balls being everywhere and stuff. Mm. Yeah, so there's like yeah, it's it just neat. It was real fun. It was fun, and everybody laughed. Good time. Nice. And they improvised. So like these people showed up like. About 20 minutes after the show started, they were walking to their seat. They stopped the show. Lights flew on these people, and the, the alarm started about uh, like blazing. And it said, uh, "Late alert! Late alert! Late alert!" That's funny. <laughs> and they called it basically called them out and made fun of them. That's funny. Yeah, without, that would, without that would be me, voices. and then I'd just like kill it the dead, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's a good time. It's a very it's a nice getaway. Um, yeah. Nice. Spend a lot of money on Ubers. Sounds very expensive. Yeah, it was very. Expensive. Did you guys do Airbnb or? Uh, we did. We found a. I use actually used um, Hotwire and got a hotel for like thirty five bucks a night. So hotel is like it wasn't a bad hotel either. It was uh, the closest hotel to just, Universal. Just had bed bugs. No. <laughs> uh, so the hotel was actually pretty nice. Had a sushi restaurant inside, a bar inside, a uh, breakfast. Damn, hell of a deal then. Yeah, yeah. I went. Well, I stayed in Nashville before we flew out. And I used Hotwire for that, and I got this really nice hotel for like $32. So Hotwire is the way to go, eh? Yeah, so I saved money using Hotwire. Yeah, it is if you're okay not knowing the name of the hotel. It doesn't, oh, to me, I don't you? care. It, it doesn't tell you until you buy it. Ooh. Yeah, so it's kind of like, ooh, what am I getting here? A lot of times, based on amenities, you can figure out what it is. Will it give you the location? Yeah, so you can choose like this area or this area okay. or this area, and it'll choose a hotel in that block. Gotcha. Uh, but I've saved a lot of money over the years using Hotwire. I was like, I don't care what the name of the hotel is. Most time, most of the time, I'm out doing other stuff anyway. I just want right, somewhere to sleep. Right. So hmm. I'll just check it out. Yeah, cool. It's fun. Well, we're not promoting Hotwire.com, but if you want to use it, go right ahead. If you want to send us money so we can use it on our next trip, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wreckingracing.com. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Again, send us your fantasy picks for Phoenix. I think that's a wrap for us. Yeah. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Have right? a good right. week. Thanks. 
the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.